When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So 10 million people have sent me this uh, letter and video by uh, a Dr. Gert von den Busche, a European fella, who is arguing that our approach to vaccination, mass vaccination with a, quote, prophylactic vaccine during a pandemic is going to destroy civilization and mankind as a species. This is more or less literally what he says in this. And it's terrifying and there's big scientific words and he makes this very compelling sounding case that everything we're doing is wrong. What I'm gonna do today is tell you why actually his very case makes the case for why mass vaccination is the answer to solving this pandemic and preventing exactly what he's saying. All right, let's start at the beginning. Who is this guy? So if you've seen the video, again, a million people have sent it to me. Uh, he presents himself or is presented as a, va a world vaccine expert whose credibility and legacy is being put on the line because he's making a dissenting statement. And in his letter that he released on LinkedIn and Twitter, which as we know are the highest quality scientific journals, um, he says something to the effect of nobody's listening. All the vested interests want max va mass vaccination they need to prove me wrong before another vaccine is given. They need to halt the global campaign of mass vaccination or else. Now, of course, this is insanity because you don't come out as a dissenter and say, prove me wrong or else halt everything you're doing. Falsify me. No, the burden is on you to prove that you're right, brother. And this is what he's saying. First of all, who is he? This is important because people can, you can always, and, and, and it's important because the anti-vax crowd has taken this guy and elevated him, of course, because his sentiment is entirely anti-current vaccine, even though he starts his whole screed by saying, I am not an anti-vaxxer, which by the way, should be a trigger for you that every single anti-vaxxer starts their statement with that statement. Whereas you will never hear Paul Offit start his statement with, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but because he doesn't need to, because everyone knows his vaccine credentials, right? So this guy is being trumpeted as an expert, but who is he? He's a veterinary medicine doctor. So he's not a human doctor, but he does have postdoctoral training and PhD in virology. He's worked in various institutions, including the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Gavi, and um, as project managers and supervisors in certain pharmaceutical companies in the vaccine space. So he has experience in vaccines. There's no doubt about it. Is he a world expert on it? Well, it's impossible to tell because he hasn't really published extensively on vaccines that I can find. He's done conferences and things like that, but he claims he has you know this thing in the works for a natural killer cell vaccine, but I can't seem to find any patents or anything like that now. Prove me wrong on that, that's fine. So let's assume he has some credentials, even though, again, uh, and remember, it fits this narrative of this very romantic figure of the vac the mad vaccine scientist who no one's listening to who's right about this thing. Now, what's he saying he's right about? And the rest of the world is wrong. He's saying that when you have a pandemic, 
and the coronavirus is replicating everywhere. Things like lockdowns, viral mitigation, things like masks, trying to slow the spread of the virus and vaccines are gonna cause the opposite effect because what you're doing is you're preventing people from developing natural immunity that isn't necessarily purely antibody-based. It has other aspects of innate immunity like natural killer cells and T cells and things like that that can prevent infection. And we should be allowing that. Basically, his philosophy is let it rip. He actually calls it a harmless virus so now already you can start to go, well, okay, so can this guy be right about it being a harmless virus when half of, more than half a million Americans are dead and then also be right about what he's saying? So start to question logically the cohesion of what he's saying, right? So he's saying it's a harmless virus. It ought to just be allowed to basically replicate and then we should use other strategies like his natural killer cell vaccine, which isn't developed, isn't offered and isn't ready and may not even be a thing. So that's his taken, he says, by vaccinating during a pandemic, what you're doing is you're saying, okay, the virus is everywhere. It's not like the virus is rare and we're trying to prevent a rare virus. We're, we're vaccinating in the midst of a rapidly replicating virus. What you're doing is you're creating an antibody defense with the vaccine that he claims does not prevent the virus from actually replicating in vaccinated people, does not prevent asymptomatic shedding a virus in vaccinated people. And therefore, you are putting selective evolutionary pressure on the virus to evade the vaccine defense and, and mutate and you select for mutations that then escape vaccine, these vaccine escape variants. And he's saying in the setting of this, when there's so much viral replication, the vaccine is gonna encourage these variants to occur and these variants are gonna be vastly more dangerous, deadly, and plague-like than the current pan natural pandemic, which should have just been allowed basically to unfold is what you're reading between the lines of what he's saying. And therefore, mass vaccination is a crime, more or less, he's saying. He's actually saying that directly. And we need to halt it immediately because it's gonna cause disaster. So. Let's, and then he gets into very microscopic details of, okay, here's the natural killer cell response. Here's, he makes a few claims in this that we need to talk about. Are they true? The first claim is that the vaccines do not prevent or reduce even, he's saying, asymptomatic transmission in people who are vaccinated or viral replication in people who are vaccinated. This is just wrong. <laughs> so. The data, and especially data out of Israel, et cetera, in real world applications show that asymptomatic transmission plummets. And of course, viral replication is going to drop in a properly vaccinated person because you're binding antibodies that you've made because you've got vaccinated to the spike protein with very high affinity and you're preventing the virus from entering cells and you're actually activating aspects of your immune system, which I'm gonna talk about, that prevent the virus from replicating. So that premise that he's operating on, I mean, maybe it's true in animals, because he is a veterinarian, right? But in humans, no. And this idea that the vaccine doesn't prevent replication is not correct. In which case, one of the fundamental pillars of what he's saying is, well, you're vaccinating people, you're preventing them from getting sick with this variant, but you're allowing 
it's still to replicate and thereby escape the vaccine and generate new variants, that's just not true. Now, he's right in that if you partially vaccinate a population or partially vaccinate an individual, then you absolutely allow for partial viral replication in that person because they don't have full immunity or in that population because there are a lot of people who aren't vaccinated. So what's gonna happen? More viral replication, which means more chance for the emergent of variants. Note this, the variants that have emerged so far emerged in the absence of vaccine pressure. Without any vaccine pressure, those already emerged, more contagious variants. And the studies so far with the existing mRNA vaccines, for example, show that even though these vaccines bind with less affinity to the new variants, they still clinically work. They still actually prevent severe disease and hospitalization, which is what you care about. So this idea of, of rapid viral vaccine escape has not been shown so far. Now, could it happen? Absolutely. Does he have a point in that you want to reduce viral replication as much as possible to prevent uh, vaccine escape? Yes. So how do you do that? Vaccinate as many people as possible, as quickly as possible to lower the pool of circulating virus. Then when variants emerge, which eventually they will, because that's what RNA vac uh, viruses do, they mutate, you can develop a booster vaccine in the next year or whatever, and knock those out. And in the process, so there's several things here. He forgets that it's not just antibodies that these vaccines uh, um, promote. He's a big fan of the innate immune system, this sort of adjunct part of the immune system, T cells, natural killer cells, interferon, things like that, that we've talked about on this show. These vaccines, these new vaccines actually promote T helper cell responses that actually are much broader than just the antibodies. That's why they still work even when the antibody affinity for new mutant variants is lessened. They still have this robust T cell response. Remember in the early pandemic, we were talking about why is it that some people don't seem to get that sick from coronavirus? And the thought was, well, because they have pre-existing T cell response from prior coronavirus exposures even though the antigens are different, the T cell memory is still there. That's why people in say the slums of Mumbai weren't dying of coronavirus at the rates that people in the West were. They're exposed to these things all the time. They have this T cell memory, this innate immunity, right? Well, it turns out the vaccines provide some of that as well. Yet another reason. I mean, why do you think you get these heavy duty fevers and muscle aches and those kind of things from the vaccine? It's all that innate immune system firing up. So the idea then that the vaccines are the wrong answer and what he's advocating is stop it and let hundreds of thousands or millions of people die from a harmless virus because you might promote variants. Do you understand why this is insane now? It makes no sense. Now, you should listen to the guy because even, and, and this is the other thing, this is the other thing. He keeps saying, nobody's listening, nobody's talking about this, nobody's, and if you watch his video where he, he got interviewed by another European dude, um, by the way, the accents are very compelling. You just go, oh, these guys must be smart, right? Because if a dumb American with like some hick accent went and said, well, now the thing about these variants is, people are gonna be like, well, I don't believe him because that's how people work. They work on appearances. 
But you know, Goethe von den Busch says, listen, they are, we are near catastrophe now. Everybody is going to die if we don't listen to me. It's madness, it's pure madness. Uh, I'm the only scientist out of billions. I'm the only vaccine scientist. Forget the other vaccine scientists, which are 99.9. Nine out of 10 dentists agree, but I'm the 10th dentist that says this toothpaste will give you plaque. Forget about removing plaque, it will give you plaque. And, and you kind of believe him, right? He, <laughs> you see why I get, I, and, and now people are scared to get vaccinated, right? Th this idea that the vaccine itself will actually jazz up your overall immune system and will by its definition of reducing viral replication, reduce the chances of variants if we do it quickly. A recipe for generating exactly what Von den Busche is saying is allow the virus to replicate naturally. And you'll get every variant in the world that can possibly emerge. Now, are we concerned about variants? Yes, are we concerned about Von den Busche, what Von den Busche is saying about selecting for vaccine escape? Absolutely, he says no scientists are listening to him, except they are. We talk about it constantly. Every expert I've spoken to, I've spoken to Paul Offit about this guy. Every expert we talk about, this is what they think about. This is on the radar. This is why they're saying get vaccinated now. They're also saying don't delay the second shot if you can avoid that because then you have a hole in your potential immunity and more viral replication. This is why they're saying vaccinate as quickly and as, as many people as you can and it doesn't even matter what vaccine you're using. And we need to reiterate that the current variants are clinically sensitive to these vaccines in that you don't get severe disease or death. And that's what you care about from this harmless virus. Now, why is this guy so compelling? Again, I've told you, he has a nice accent. He has some letters after his name that people can't interpret. He uses big scientific words. He does have some knowledge of vaccinology. You can argue and you should let him speak and you should debate him. Don't censor him, don't cancel him, but take a look at the company he keeps, the Sherry 10 pennies, the Dell Big Trees, the Robert F. Kennedys, the big anti-vax, you know, deluded cult members basically, who will pick cherry pick any information. They'll hoist up a fake expert, which is this guy who has the conspiracy thinking, nobody's listening to my brilliant idea that will save the world. And um, he has a wonderful accent. Did I mention that? Get it now? Maybe, maybe not. Argue with me, leave some comments. Tell me what you think, share this video. Soon I'll have a, another vaccine expert on the show to talk about it in more detail. One other thing I wanna say, in the age of the internet, so in the old days of science, people would debate in conferences and there would always be that one guy, that one guy who's a little bit off his rocker, who has an idea that isn't entirely baseless, that has some credibility, but is probably wrong. And you should hear him out and he may trigger you to think differently about what you're doing. That's important. In the days of the internet, that person on the fringe now is given an equivalent voice to hundreds of thousands of other scientists who may disagree based on the same data. And what that tells you is it's a kind of a false equivalence. This vaccine expert, he's one fringe voice. Doesn't mean you don't listen and kind of go, oh, that's interesting. But you don't give him equal platform to the others. Now, why does that matter? Because if what he's saying is wrong, which I most certainly think it is, hundreds of thousands or millions of lives are lost if we listen to him. 
if a hundred people listen to him and decide not to get vaccinated and one of them dies, he's cost a life through this false equivalence, right? So that's why this matters. All right, guys, do me a favor, share this video, become a supporter, go to zdogmd.com forward slash supporters. If you like what you do and you wanna support the show with a one-time donation, this is, by the way, this is whose pocket I'm in, yours. You don't see like me selling out to Big Pharma here. It's not sponsored by GlaxoSmithKline, sponsored by you. Go to paypal.me forward slash zdogmd and I will send you a personal thank you email. So I love you guys, stay well, and we are out. Peace. And should I start speaking with the German accent? Listen, so the thing is about the 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 the, 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 the vaccines, they're very, uh, I'm gonna stop now. Become a subscriber, click the subscribe button, then right to the right of his little bell, hit that bell, booyah! You get notifications, never miss any of our stuff. I love you guys, we out. Hey, it's Dr. Z. Thanks for getting through the whole episode. That's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> and so at this point, I just got to ask you for a few favors because it just helps us so much if you leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. It, it just really helps the algorithm to get this message out to others. The second thing is email me, hello at zdogmd.com. I get all these emails personally. I can't respond to them all, but I need to hear your voice because especially on podcast, we don't have a comment section. And I wanna hear how this episode affected you, what you'd like to hear in the future, what you think we got wrong, what we think we got right, anything, anything, or just say hi. So that's really powerful. And the third thing is financially, it helps us a lot to support the show in any way you can. And if you go to zdogmd.com forward slash supporters, you can join our supporter tribe on your favorite platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. What that will get you on those platforms is live shows with me that are exclusive for supporters and access to our Zoom meetings where we talk about awakening realization and we share with each other our own experience. It's a powerful group effect. It's a community really. And we support and love each other and share again through our own experience how we're waking up. So, and that that ripples out into systems, into transforming healthcare and education and government. So it st really starts with us. So join us there if you can. Again, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters. And I'm so grateful to have you with us.